Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Foreman. I'm Divisional President for High Trust Coaching. And today I have with us, with us Matt Harrison, one of our High Trust Coaches. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Hope. How are you today? I'm well. He's Happy well. Happy week. We're into yeah. July. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's never a dull moment, right? <laughs> Not this year. Not this year, exactly. So um, today we're going to be talking about, thank you everyone for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about the law of the encore. Um, And in the high trust selling, the greater the performance, the louder the applause. And we're going to be talking about a five-star experience. And we thought that this would be kind of an important conversation because, you know, with the with the you know volume of business that we're doing and the productivity and the capacity issues. Good morning, Teresa Odette. Um, you know, something is always going to fall off the off the off the cart. Something's always going to fall off the wagon. And oftentimes, uh, what happens what falls off the wagon is is the customer experience. So we thought maybe we would bring it back into the forefront and have a conversation conversation around that. So um, Matt, the law of the encore is fundamental to the to high trust selling. It's core to our coaching. Can you, on a high level, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, unpack the law of the encore for us for a minute? Yeah. So, you know, really law of the encore is one of my favorite laws of what we teach because it really focuses in on how we generate business. And mm-hmm. if you look at it on a, on a, on a large level, uh, we have the opportunity to impact someone's life, you know, through a loan. Yeah. The, and so that's the transactional piece, right? As we're helping them through the loan, but the feeling, the experience, what they actually go through, if we can take what we do as loan originators and and, and we have this line, which is what is expected, right? And so you, you look at what is expected and that's going to be um, good customer service, uh, communication. I want to be able to to trust who it is that I'm working with. Right. I, I want to have um, transparency. I want to close on time. These are all features that that people have in their minds as far as the experience that they would love to have with a lender as far as their vision of five star. Mm-hmm. What the law of the encore states is, well, if we can take what is expected, and if you if you can think back to any amazing customer service experience you've ever been a part of, there's probably two or three that you'd be able to go back to and say, I was not expecting that. That came completely out of nowhere. I was blown away. And then what do we do with that? If we go through an experience like that, we're going to be on the rooftop shouting yes. to the world through yes. social media and other places to say i just had an amazing experience and i want everyone else to be able to share and have the experience that i just had mm-hmm. and so the law of the encore the greater the performance the louder the applause and we want the applause to be loud like we want to do this again we want everyone to come and see what we and feel what we just went through you know that's a, you know that's really an interesting point, Matt. And you know I'm just gonna you know I just have to touch on that is that people want to share an amazing experience. People want to share that because they want to they want other people to experience that feeling that they're having. Is that right? Yeah, 
Well, you, if you think about it, Hope, if you have just an average experience, uh-huh. are you going to be talking about it with anybody? No. no why, I'm not. why not? Yeah. Why, why, are, why are you not going to say anything about an average experience? Because it's not even, uh, you know, it doesn't even, uh, it doesn't even recall to memory. You know, it just kind of goes into the fray, right? It just kind of goes into the, into the noise. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, so when you were talking earlier about, you know, going above and beyond what people are expecting, it's exceeding those expectations. That's when you, you know, can, you know, can accomplish that wow factor. Right. You know, yeah. the raving fan, as we would. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, you're not going to post about it on Facebook. You're not going to tell your friends about it. You know, it, it's and again. That is a really interesting level to make sure that you understand. And it really goes into asking the question to our clients to say, what does a five-star customer's you know, experience mean to you? Yes. Have them tell you. You're now going to have the bar on what is expected. And I would argue that if you hit the bar, you're average. Yes. You're average. If you go below the bar, that's the opposite result of the law of the encore right which is the more horrific the experience the more horrific the the consequences and we're going to get into that a little bit later but exactly you don't want to go that direction you don't want to be average because no one talks about you but you want to be to a different level of expectation to where the client goes wow i was not expecting that exactly you know it's just the one thing you never want to be is common right commonplace Because that's where you just kind of get in line with all the rest of the herd, and and there you are, right? Well, in our business, if we're common, we're going to be subject to talks about rates and fees and taking us down to a level that we don't want to be at, right? Yeah. We become a commodity. That's, right. that's not who we become. Right, right. Exactly. So, Matt, you, you mentioned earlier, you mentioned a minute ago um, about trust about building trust with a client. Um, talk to me a little bit about how, how do you build trust with a client? So, you know, for those of you that have been in our ecosystem, you know, we talk about the high trust interview all the time. Yeah. So it goes above and beyond. Most of the people that call in on, you know, on a lead or they get referred over, you know, that, that haven't had the introduction to what a high trust interview is or how this is going to be special. Where do they start? I'm at, um, I'm looking for a loan. Would love to know what your rates are today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can go the, the the level of average, which is well, we've got rates that are you know about three, three and a quarter, depends on the product, and we kind of go down that road. Or we can say, you know what, that is a great question. Uh, but before I answer it, um, I need to let you know I'm very different than most lenders. I really see myself not in the business of selling loans, but in managing mortgages. And as a loan strategist, I really want to integrate your short and long-term goals into the loan you select so that we can save you money, increase your cash flow, and put you in a good spot financially. I'm really here to help you manage your real estate assets. So before we talk about interest rate, I really need to understand what direction you want to go. What is most important about this loan to you, right? We start to dive deep into asking the questions for why it is that they're looking for a loan. I mean, yes, everybody wants to have the lowest rate out there, but do they really? Is that really the goal? Or is it, you know, I really like to consolidate debt, or I'm really looking at trying to purchase a home because we have to move because our 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 child is being bullied at school and we need to we need to change an environment. Once we connect with our clients 
on a level that is based upon feeling and emotion, we start to build trust. And once we build trust, everything else comes into place. Yes. And the, the role as a strategist becomes yes. more and more apparent. So trust is the number one piece that we have to build with people. And we build it by focusing on what? On the relationship, on people. Right. On, on, on heart. Making, yeah, on heart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so interesting as you were saying that to me, and I know that that's the high impact introduction. And I know that that is something that is fair and near and dear to my heart and something that I have always used throughout my career. And I, um, I'm in the market for a new CPA and I, I was referred to someone and I called him the other day and I wish he would have asked me those questions because I got off the phone a little bit afraid of him, right? <laughs> because he didn't say, Hope, what's important to you about your financial planning? Hope, what's important to you about this? This meeting what's this, what's important to you about um about you know about this this it, this exchange and he didn't ask me so now I'm compelled to send him an email and say you know here's all my information and oh by the way these are these are the three things that are very most important to me right now so um and, and sometimes people don't even realize that these things you know you know they know to ask for the rate they know to ask for the rate and that's what they know to ask. Um, and that's what they're basically being coached to do. Um, so if we can do a pattern interrupt and say, yes, that's an important question, acknowledging them. Um, and then, no, but before we do that, let's, let's, you know, let's have, have the real conversation, right, Matt? Yeah. Well, and I want to touch on something you just said, because I think that this is an integral part for all of us as we are building our, strategic partnership group. It's what I call my A-team. This is your SEAL team. This is the best of the best yeah. in every single industry, whether it's CPA, financial planner, estate planner, um, real estate agent. We're going to go right down the list here as far as this group of people, you know, divorce attorney. We want to make sure that the the way that we speak, the way that we're going about questioning is built upon a high trust methodology. Mm -hmm. Because if we all have this same vision, then we're going to be able to, to collectively take this client through whatever stage of life that they need to. And this is, this is an opportunity. And, and it's a fun one because when you're interviewing, and this is what this is, okay, we're not asking for business. This is interviewing. Yes. And we're interviewing these very, very important strategic pieces as far as partners to our group. We want to make sure that, okay, did they ask the right questions? If not, can they be taught to ask the right questions so that they're able to understand what this means and how this flows? Mm -hmm. and, and when you find someone that says, oh, I love this. Yeah. This is awesome. This is what I want to do. Yes, you know, yes. you open my eyes. That creates a bond and a relationship you know, to where the law of the encore can then flow into their business as well as far as what they do. And then collectively, mm -hmm. you're able to absolutely blow the socks off of any competition you may have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, and I, you know, I can't emphasize that enough. I know Matt can't emphasize that enough. He's used it in his business. I've used it in mine. You know, so Matt, you know, in today's, you know, fire hose environment. We've got more business than we know what to do with. We've got our phones are ringing off the hook. We've got capacity issues. We've got liquidity issues. We've got, you know, um, you know, all of fulfillment issues, you know, all of this is going on. How does one manage the client experience in the midst of today's environment? How, how do we do that? 
Tell has a great question because it is something that is plaguing all of us right now, right? Yeah. My phone is is ringing off the hook right now with the number of, of people that we have. And I think that for a majority of us, this is something that we're seeing on a really regular basis, right? So when I, I like to give an example of a restaurant because we all we've all been there. We all know what this is like. Mm. If, if you have a very, very successful restaurant and they have a capacity all night long to seat 200 people and that's it. And that's I mean, that that basically takes it to the, the max. Right. And you have number 201 come to the door and say, we would like to dine with you tonight. That that restaurant needs to make a very important decision at that point. Yeah. Do we decide to bend our capacity rules to allow for one more person to come in and maybe we sit them out back and maybe, you know, maybe we, we throw together a table, but what does that do to our experience? Mm -hmm. If we're focused on a five-star experience, which by the way is why we're booked at 200 plates a night, <laughs> then, then we have a continual demand on our restaurant always. We want to go there. Why? Because we have a great experience. Yeah. The food is great. The service is great. It, it is It is something that we just want to do over and over and over again. And we are willing to wait for that experience. So those restaurants that are very good, what are they going to tell you, Hope, if you walk in the door and you're number 201? We're booked. I'm sorry. Back. And when can we see you? When can we see you again? Um, we'd be happy to make an appointment for tomorrow evening. We don't want it. We don't want you to miss out on this experience. You know, all all of those things, which I think anybody would appreciate, right? right. Because you know that. Well, I when I go in for that experience, I'm going to have an amazing dining adventure with this restaurant, mm -hmm. and it's okay to wait. And it's yeah. okay to be put on a list. So when we take that back into our own, in our own business, uh -huh. we have to know what our capacity is. Yes. That is the first question. If you don't know what your capacity is as a loan officer and originator, you need to right now take out a pen and paper and start to list down how many people can I not get through the door? This is the whole quantity versus quality. You know, mm -hmm. relationship here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know how many people I can shove into my space. Right. I want to know how many people can I take on right now that I can give a five-star customer service experience to. Mm -hmm. And I need to know that number, not only for me as the originator, but I need to know it for the rest of my team. I need to know it for my assistant. I need to know it for my production manager. I need to know it for my processors and underwriters. I need to know what this flow looks like. So that if I have number 201 come into the restaurant or into my business, I'm able to give them the correct amount of time so that they know what to be expecting. I'm still going to give them a five-star experience, but I'm not going to sacrifice the quality of what I do right. in order to shove somebody in. So this is all about time blocking and knowing, okay, I, I've got the capacity to do three or four high-trust consultations with clients per day. Mm -hmm. Well, if I have number five or six knocking on my door saying that they want to have something today, mm -hmm. it's no different than the restaurant asking about the number 201. Sure. Whereas, you know what? I'm absolutely booked for today because I'm in the business of making sure that, you know, I'm managing mortgages and really integrating your goals. I want to set aside enough time that we can go through your short and long-term goals. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have time set. I've got some openings tomorrow and Friday or next week. I have these openings, which will work out best for you. Yeah. You know, and I think another, you know, another important piece, Matt, is setting the client's expectation mm-hmm. um, and, you know, kind of giving them, a, you know, a feel or a better understanding of what the current environment is today. Um, your intention to give them a five star experience. And, um, and to, you know, basically let them know, set the expectation, you know, turn, you know, our turn times are here. Um, you know, this is a refinance. So we expect, you know, 45 to 60 days, whatever that time frame is, if you exceed it spectacular, if you don't, you know, then you will have met expectations and, um, and let them know throughout the, throughout, you know, throughout this, I will be staying in communication with you. Um, obviously it's going to be very important that you provide the documentation in a timely manner, um, which to us means, you know, same day to you may not be the, the weekend you know, or something like that. And, um, and that type of thing. But I think setting the client's expectation, you know, kind of lets them in our world a little bit without, you know, kind of, over, you know, you know, overly, you know, telling them what we're dealing with, because um, mm-hmm. they don't want to know. They don't want to hear it. They just want to know what right. am I going to get done? Am I safe? Is my is my rate locked? Right? And 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 am I secure in this in this financing? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, terrific. Okay, so um, Todd states in high trust selling that when you blow it with a customer, don't run from them, run to them. Uh, Matt, why is that important, and how and how would you approach you know this kind of a conversation? Oh wow! Okay, so we <laughs> talked about how how a little bit earlier how we have the bar right that we've set. Mm-hmm. If we mm-hmm. if we have an experience from a client that goes under, um, imagine how that how detrimental that is. Imagine, I mean, hope we've all had bad experiences before, service yeah. related experience, right? Yes. And, 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 and this emotion inside of us builds and, and we, what we, we don't want anyone else to go through what we just went through. Right. It was horrible. Okay. Whatever it happens to be in whatever industry it was, whether it's food related, car related, I don't care, whatever it is, we went through just the, the most horrific experience and we want our friends and family to never, ever, ever, have to go through what we just did. Right. So this is like the reverse of the law of the encore in like the, the wrong way, right? This is people going to the rooftop saying, please don't ever, ever use XYZ, XYZ business again, right? Right. And so when we dollarize this, let's just take that your average loan amount and, and your average commission on it is 2,500, okay? Okay. And, and we know that, you know, on average about 10 people are going to, that, that this person is going to go and connect with at least 10 people or or more, okay? Right. And say, I just had the worst experience ever. Yeah. It was horrific, okay? Now, if each one of those people who were affected that would have been in our industry looking for a loan of some sort decides not to even give us the time of day. Yep. Right, we just lost ten times twenty five hundred. That is twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, and we know from statistics that around, you know, they're going to be talking to a bunch of people, and about thirteen percent ish, right, uh-huh. um, of, of everyone that they talk to, or another twenty people off of their word of mouth, 
are going to decide not to give us the time of day either. That's another $65,000. We're not talking about 90, getting close to $90,000 of negative impact from one client. Now, so if you need to dollarize this and you've got a problem child in your world that just had a bad experience, the reason Todd says you need to run to that, to that person and make it right, make it better, anything that you can do mm -hmm. is you don't want to have a negative impact of $90,000 plus from that one client that absolutely obliterates you. Yes. Go, go back to the restaurant, you know, you have <laughs> one poor experience. All of a sudden says, oh, it was the worst. I got sick. I, I, I had horrible service. It was bad. Well, that restaurant is going to have to do damage control real fast. Yes. Or, or they're going to lose all of their business, especially mm -hmm. in today's world. Everything is out there. You know, we are rated constantly. And so we've got to make the decision. What type of experience are we going to offer to our clients? Mm -hmm. And if we start to cut corners and it's mediocre or bad, mm -hmm. we are going in a trajectory that is going to completely bury us as far as what we're wanting to do. Yeah. The first time I learned this from Todd, um, it really, it just really came home for me. And especially when he dollarized it, you know, my average loan size is, you know, about a half a million. So, you know, you, you know, that average commission is kind of double the 2,500, you know, so I kind of started doing those numbers and, and it was just unacceptable to me. And I had um, one customer that was, was unhappy and it, it didn't matter that it wasn't my fault. You know, it didn't, it didn't matter. It was, it's on me. And um, I think I stayed on with that customer and kept talking to him and reiterating with him and, you know, just over overcompensating for about, I want to say 90 days to four months. Um, and he finally said, hope I, you know, he, he, you know, he finally, he finally gave in, he finally gave, you know, and, and, um, you know, what, what, but what came of it was my tenacity that I didn't want to have one unhappy customer out there. Not one. Yeah. And he realized that was that important to me. And he actually turned out to be one of my biggest referrers for, for years to come. Now, one of the things that you just mentioned, Hope, is that you were, you were tenacious about communication, about yeah. following up, about saying, I care about you. I I'm so sorry that this experience was not great. Now, let's be honest. None of us are perfect. None yeah. of us are going to be able to have a perfect experience with every client. Right. And some of them are going to be less than. And sometimes it's not our fault. It doesn't matter. But when we have a client that's upset, one of the first things that we start to think about is, oh, shoot, uh, I really don't want to talk to that client. Oh, I don't want to go to the closing. I don't want to see them. I'm embarrassed. That is the worst thing that we can do. I've got, I have a client right now that was referred out and they've had a horrific experience. And that's so hard for me because they, they basically say, hey, Matt, I wish that you could have done our loan. Mm -hmm. That's hard. I'm sitting there going, well, I, I can't, I can't help you. It's in a different state. I can't help. Their biggest complaint was we were denied and we don't know why. Right. We, 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 we have no communication. It, it is just lost. It's not there, but it doesn't stop there. We are going to tell everybody not to use this person. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. I mean, that's the communication. All that needed to happen was, I'm sorry. 
We've run yes. through all of your, you know, everything. We've tried everything we can to make this work. Here's the issues, and this is why this isn't working. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen. Yeah, and your business and, is important to me, and your satisfaction is important. Yeah. And, and right? we're going to do everything we can to put you on the pathway to home ownership so we can get you there. Mm -hmm. So, again, it just it underscores how important the communication is with our clients when, you know, they're going through a rough patch. And, you know, whether it's our fault, you know, completely, or it's, you know, through the team, or it's just the process, or just something happened. Right. Communication is key. And the relationship is key. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I think, I think that, you know, on, on, you know, on the most part, people, as long as they understand, they're, they're, they're good. You know, as long as they're getting that communication, they're, they're good, you know, 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, it's just so important that you, you literally run to that customer and, you know, and, and have that conversation and make sure that they understand that their business is important to them and that their satisfaction is important to you. Um, so, Matt, you know, I mean, you're a producer, you're a team leader, you're a big producer in, in, in your market. So what does customer experience, a great customer experience look like in your world? Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. So <laughs> when I when I first went to Sales Mastery and the High Toast Sales Academy, one of the things that really hit home with me was I've got to do something different. Mm -hmm. Getting back to what you know, what we were talking about earlier, we've got to be above the bar of expectation. Mm -hmm. So what are some things I ask myself? What makes me unique? What makes me different? Um, okay, yes, I'm a loan strategist. Yes, I'm gonna have an in-depth conversation with people. I'm going to work on things, but, but where is the pizzazz, right? Where is, where are those things that, that, that I can do that will set me apart and put me into a different space? And so I, I've really focused on a couple of different things. Hope number one is gifting. So I've got like a three stage gifting process, which I believe works and it works and it works. Okay. The investment in the client in making sure that they have an over-the-top experience. Now, again, I love the gifting because it's not expected. Mm -hmm. So we send out um, upon a pre-approval, you know, a box of, of cookies. Yeah. And it used to be that we would send it to the, you know, the places of employment. Why? Because box of cookies, you're not going to eat those all by yourself. You're going to share them. And it starts this buzz around the office saying, well, sure. where did you get the cookies from? Well, we got them from Matt. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, how do you know? Well, he's doing our loan. Okay, so this starts to spread throughout, you know, the environment. Mm -hmm. Now, as of right now with COVID, we are sending these out to their homes. Mm -hmm. And we're still not skipping that step. But a few business cards, a big, hey, congratulations on your pre-approval. We're so excited for you. Please enjoy these cookies to celebrate. Right. That's it. Exactly. Once we have a client that goes under contract, we get... A, what we call an under contract congrats pack. And this comprises of um, packing tape, packing labels. Um, if they have small kids, the Bernstein Bears moving tape book, um, you know, Domino's pizza gift cards. And we put this together. We send it to their residents with a congratulations on going under contract. We're super excited for you. Um, here's some things to help you along the way. Mm -hmm. I hope just from those two things. Right. Okay. We're, we're talking about clients that have taken pictures of them mm -hmm. and put them on social media and says, sure. oh, my God, we're just blown away again by our lender. 
just is blowing us away. We had we had no we were not expecting this at all, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third piece, this is one that is going to hit home. It used to be as a real estate agent that we would have closing gifts at you know at closing and we'd get something and fanfare, gift baskets, all of that jazz, sure. right? Uh-huh. Um, but I started to there was a um, um, a podcast or master, I'm trying to remember, Todd was talking about personal gifts that he had received. And these were gifts that were special to him. They were gifts that were special because the person had really, you know, dove deep. Thought about, yeah, sure. What are are you passionate about? Right. What is most important to you? And then tailoring a gift that would be given, you know, to go along with that. Here's Mm -hmm. an example. Let's say that Hope, I'm, I'm, you know, you're with me, and I say, "Hey, Hope, just out of curiosity, what are you passionate about? Give me, music. give me something you're passionate about. Music. Music, awesome. What type of music do you like? Uh, mostly country western these days. Okay. So as I'm kind of moving through this process, and after you've had a successful closing, I'm going to find something country music related. Sure. And send it to you. And I'm going to send it to you about 30 days post-closing. There's a couple reasons for why. First, I don't want to compete with the real estate agent's gift. Mm-hmm. Second, I don't want you to have to worry about packing something else right, right. You know, to go along to your house. I want this to arrive unexpected. And I wanted to just have a very simple letter. Hope, I hope you're absolutely loving your house. <laughs> I got you a little something to, you know, to commemorate, you know, your new home or your new refinance, whatever that happens to be. Sure. And it would be country something related. It doesn't have to be branded. doesn't have to be anything. Because hope, every time that you look at that item that I sent you, it's going to remind you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you, Matt. You know, we're coming up on the end of our time. That was so amazing. It was such an amazing conversation. I knew our conversation was going to last a little bit longer. Um, I did want to let everybody know that um, you know, obviously, high trust coaching is growing. Um, Matt Harrison has been with us as a high trust master level coach for the last three years, and we absolutely love having him as part of our faculty. I am looking to grow our faculty. If you are interested and would like to find out what it would take to be, what it would take to qualify to be a high trust coach, please send me an email. I would love to hear you hear from you. We are starting our, our I am starting my certification program in the month of July and August to certify at least four new coaches. So please, please, please send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Matt, you know, you've been a real estate agent for what, 15 years. You've been in the mortgage industry as a top producer for the last five years, three years as a coach. As your final words, why are you a high trust coach? You know, uh, this all comes back to um, building on a system that, that has worked for me. Yeah. And it's really giving back to say, if this can work for me, you know, getting into the industry and being as successful and 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 not working as much and, you know, being able to have an effect on people's lives, to be able to give that that entire system to somebody else to say, oh, your life can be so much better. I'm so excited to, you know, to help <laughs> you. That, that's really the, the heart of a coach is if you yeah. want to give back yes. and, and help others really achieve success in life and business. 
Yes. And, and it's wonderful. It, it is so much fun. We have such a cohesive, wonderful group. It's yes. not massive. We're not talking about hundreds of coaches here. No. This is a very select group of people. And, it is. And, and we really do. We love each other and we have a blast helping people. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. know, Matt, that's such an important comment, you know, is that there's not one coach on my team that has their own agenda. Everybody needs to give back. And we have, we share in the joy when we have a great success. And I think that's why we celebrate our coaching members so much is because, you know, they're having great success. They're having aha moments. They're having breakthroughs. And, and we just want to celebrate that. It's kind of the coach's glow we get. So um, again, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, we're so excited to have you. We will be back on High Trust Coaching Life. Have a very safe and happy 4th of July weekend. And thank you for joining us. Yeah, take care. Thank you, Matt. This is Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Did you know that Elon Musk has a brain coach? If a billionaire entrepreneur who's redefining the automobile and space travel industries has a coach, I think everybody needs a coach to become the best version of themselves. You may not have dreams of launching a rocket into space, but if you want to take your business and your life to the next level in less time with less stress, I encourage you to schedule a free coaching call with one of our certified coach consultants today. It's absolutely free, and I believe it's the opportunity you need to have your best life ever. Visit HighTrustCoaching.com or click the link in the show notes below to schedule today.